0: Yeah, Joe.
1: Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you on hold and then wait two seconds and go, okay? Okay, you got it. There.
0: Hey, everybody. What a thrill it is to be back on Talk Radio 102.3 WGOW. This is The Barbecue Show. I'm your host, Steve Ray, coming to you live from Ottawa. The last time we spoke on Talk Radio, we talked about cars and all the junk in your garage that you had for sale. Remember those days, Saturday mornings? That was a long time ago, and a lot's changed. But, you know, not much for me. I still own the midnight oil service station in Utah on exit 11. 38 years, this Christmas Eve. Can you imagine opening up a gas station on Christmas Eve? Kids are grown. Some have even have some even have their own kids, their selves. But for me, about seven years ago, and I'm going to tell you where this show came from. About seven years ago, I'm still watching television on a rainy Sunday afternoon, just flipping the channels. And I landed on a show called Barbecue Pitmasters. It was a season one marathon. I didn't think much of it at first, but the longer I watched, the more interested I got. There was this guy named Myron Mixon. He was trash talking to some guy about something called Cupcake Chicken. And there was Tuffy Stone, and this guy was a genuine barbecue nerd. And he was losing his mind over forgetting to put sauce on a brisket. And there was Leanne Whipping and her boyfriend getting ready for a barbecue contest. And you could see the relationship wasn't going that well. I loved every minute of it. The next day at work, I gathered some of the guys who were hanging around the gas station, and I suggested that we start a barbecue team. Little did I know what I started. Over the last seven years, I've traveled the southeast United States competing in barbecue contests, some big ones and some little ones right here in our area. Along the way, I've read everything I could get my hands on about barbecue. Went to barbecue classes by the greatest pitmasters in the United States and spent countless hours cooking on everything from small stick-burning smokers to water smokers to gravity smokers to huge stick burners and pellet grills. I cooked everything from a chicken thigh to an entire pig. That's right, the holy grail of barbecue, the whole hog. I've learned a lot, shared a lot, and found out one thing, that I love everything about barbecue, and that's how the show was born. The show's been on the Internet for two years on my Owls Barbecue Facebook page. And now I'm bringing it to Talk Radio 102.3. We're simulcasting to Facebook, at least we're trying to right now. And you can just you can watch, or you can just listen, or you can do both. Either way, from now on, on Friday nights at 7 here in Chattanooga, I'll be right here talking about barbecue, food, equipment, rubs, sauce, and most importantly, the people. And that's the story of where this show comes from. And now, uh, with all that in the background, now let's get down to business. Let's talk some barbecue. The broadcast partner of the Barbecue Show is Backyard Smokers Barbecue, the number one destination on Facebook for the Backyard Barbecue Warrior. Our producer in the WGOW studio is Joe Varner, and the host in the Facebook chat room is Jeff Maxwell of the Smoking Ghost Barbecue team. And I'm going to tell you right now, it feels good to say this. Phone lines are open, 423-267-1023, for your questions about barbecue and live fire Cooking. this is the barbecue show. this is Steve Ray and I'm listening and my, and I tell you I couldn't I couldn't think of a better person to kick off the first night of the simulcast with than my buddy David Bosca from Chandler Oklahoma Now folks let me tell you about let me introduce you Chattanooga to David Bosca. All my internet friends you y'all know David Trish everybody watching Jeff but let me tell you about David he's a two-time barbecue world champion. He won the World Food Barbecue Championships and the Jack Daniels Invitational Barbecue Championship. He's a multi time winner on Barbecue Pet Masters, making the finals in the greatest season of them all, season five. He's a master of taste and a flavor, and the owner operator of Butcher Barbecue Products. And if you've ever been in my store, in Wah, you've seen an entire wall of only his products. He's from Chandler, Oklahoma. Welcome, David, to Chattanooga, Tennessee. How are you doing, buddy? Man,
2: I am doing great, Steve. I appreciate the invite and the flower petals. And to everybody out there listening and watching, this is going to be a fun, fun show tonight and from this day
0: forward. Yeah, you know, David. When I was thinking about who who did I want, who did I want to get to be the first guest that could really be, you know, be super interesting. Not that everybody barbecue is not interesting to me, but I wanted them to be interesting. Uh, to everybody here in Chattanooga and plus on the uh on the internet as well. And uh I, I didn't I didn't have to go far. I thought of you and uh because your history and how you got to where you are is is a fascinating history. And and let's let's share with everybody uh the David Bosca um the David Bosca story journey to barbecue uh, a little bit so everybody here in Chattanooga can kind of get to know you. Okay, I'll
2: be happy to. I actually live right now about five miles from where I was raised. So I'm an old homeboy, just like probably everybody else here. Um, I was raised on a farm, Angus Farm, actually. I've been 34 years. I got into the meat cutting business when I was 15 years old. I was in it 34 years, owned my own meat processing plant. We did custom slaughtering. But I've done retail. I've done wholesale. Man, I've done it all in the meat world. And I shot competition archery, just fell in love with it, head over heels. Well, health reasons why I had to get out of it. And those old male competitive juices of wanting to win, be better than somebody else, was still flowing. Yeah, I know what you mean. And I just just happened to see an ad in a local paper about a barbecue contest, and I thought, well, that's unique sounding. So me and my wife went up to it, walked around, and just thought, you know, I think I can do this. I never thought that I would go into competition cooking ahead of anybody with the the meat knowledge I had and the protein and the science and all that that I that I already possessed but I thought I might go in equal and then I'd learn from that point forward and that's exactly what we did and that's where we are right now I've been competing ever since we were doing in upwards of 30-35 contests a year. So that means every weekend for 30-some weekends, I was on the road. I, I, I was traveling somewhere in the United States. We've cooked from Florida. I've cooked briskets all the way up in New Hampshire. We've cooked in California, um, Nevada, Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Missouri, Mississippi.
0: Guys, the list goes on and on and on. So you, and, were, so you were a barbecue road warrior and you still are.
2: Yeah, I was. I don't know how many trucks I wore out, trailers. <laughs> I sure had enough flats on the side of the road that could take care of a lot of companies.
0: You know, the uh, in, the, the most interesting part of your story, though, you left out is uh, uh, the name of your uh, team and the name of your business, where that came from. <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's truly it's just Butcher Barbecue, BBQ. I've, I just like the
2: abbreviated part of barbecue, but just butcher to me. I was trying to find something that rattle off the top of your 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 tongue, and and I like what I did in my life. I never looked for another job. I loved cutting meat, and so I wanted to carry that through with what I had going. And
0: so we came up with butcher barbecue. And David was a butcher for what thirty thirty five years, David, before you uh, before you retired from that business.
2: Yes, sir. And that was the hardest decision I ever made. Was the day I actually hung up my scabbard, put my knives in it. I'm just going to tell you that was difficult because I, I, I just enjoy doing it, and I still do. Yep.
0: Um, David, do you think being uh, a butcher and around around meat all your life gives you gives you an advantage? Because I remember one time when I was watching uh, the finals on Season 5, you were doing that whole hog against Linnea Oxley and um, and uh, Rod Gray, and you were talking about you were injecting a pig. And you were talking about going, actually going into a vein because you knew where it went, and I thought, now that, now that's guys, that kind of a, that's kind of an unfair advantage when you've got that kind of knowledge about an animal. But do you, did overall, does it give you an advantage? Um,
2: yeah, actually, what you're discussing is what we call artery pumping, and that's how you can pump hams for getting a cure all the way through the meat without having to adulterate it with a bunch of needle marks. Um, does it give me an advantage? Um, I'm not going to say an advantage, but knowledge. And knowledge is an advantage over someone that doesn't have it. That goes in life with everything. And if it's cooking, well, okay, it gives me an advantage. But it's, that's all that is, just knowledge.
0: Absolutely. And you could join the conversation, too, if you'd like to, Four two three two six seven 1023, if you have a question for David concerning uh, anything barbecue, by all means, call in. Joe's man in the phones Steve. back at the studio. Hey, Joe. Yeah,
1: yeah Steve, we have, uh, have John on the line.
0: All right. Hey, John, what's up, buddy? John, go
1: ahead,
0: buddy. Hey,
1: uh, well, Steve, uh, first of all, it's
3: great to hear your voice on the radio again. Well,
0: thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> but uh,
3: what, what I was going to uh, say is uh, I remember the show that you're talking about. Uh, but do you have a,
0: do you have a cookbook or anything or do I no Lord no 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 I sure don't David okay. have you, David have you, okay. well, have you put out a cookbook yet I have some of my
2: recipes published in other people's cookbooks but I personally do not have a cookbook I I'll be the first to admit now. I, I'm not a recipe writer. I can help people out. I can do my own. I can I can help people. John, let's just say you're having problems with ribs or something. You know, I can walk you through it. But, man, to <laughs> sit down and spend the time John, it takes to, take to, to, to write out a you. recipe. Go,
0: Go ahead. ahead,
3: John. To be honest with you, yes, I am, because my wife and my son love ribs, but my daughters don't. <laughs> so, um, you know, we just. And we had a cooker and and a smoker, uh, but I just couldn't make it. <laughs> I couldn't make it work for the way they like, for the way they liked it. So.
0: Well, you know, it's it's well, you, your own. You, you know, you, you just got to keep working at it, John, and or you or you got to change their mind. <laughs> Tell them that, that this is the way a good rib tastes. Get on board.
3: <laughs> well, generally, what we do is we go to uh, regular. Uh, we go to a regular, uh, you know, local uh, rib, smoke. Yeah. Ribs.
0: So Well, that's good. That's good. And uh, support the local guys, John. Thanks for the call, man. I appreciate you very much. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. You bet. Two six seven one zero two three. That's just the way you do it, Jeff. From John, from Chattanooga. David, you know, John. John brings up a good point. He's talking about flavor profiles. Is what he's talking about. His He said his uh, wife and daughter don't like his ribs. And um, that brings me to my next question with you before we go to the break here in just about two minutes. Would you develop, and and what I want to let everybody know is that David David owns Butcher Barbecue, which is a a huge producer of rubs and sauces used by myself. And uh, we sell them in my store um, and used by by some of the best um, contest cookers in the nation, including David. When you come up with something, David, what kind of a a flavor profile are you looking for? Are you looking for the big pop, or are you just looking for something subtle?
2: You know, for years, I was all into the big pop.
0: Something right up front, smack you right in the
2: face when you bit into it. But I'm going to tell you, in the last year, year and a half, I've slowed that down. I want more of a soothing Unami splash. Richness of flavor throughout the chew, the whole mouth feel, while you're eating it. I want you to enjoy it, and I want to be able to pick out flavors. I like it maybe a sweet on the front, and then as you're eating it, and the, the meat's mixing in while your tongue's sloshing it around. <laughs> I like that, that to be able to taste the the meat flavor, and then maybe maybe the a little bit of heat on the back if you like that in ribs. If it's pulled pork, if you like a little vinegar flavor, the little the little flavor like that that's i've gotten to where i'm more of a a savory type person so yeah i like the the combination of the flavor throughout the product now
0: you know i'm like i'm like that i'm like that too david i like to taste i like to taste the meat but i want the meat to be the star and uh a lot of people um you know sometimes they sugarcoat their their barbecue with uh different rubs different sauces trying to you know i was the same way when i started trying to you know, make the next best thing, the next biggest thing, and um, and, and and you know, it's, it's sometimes it's good just to keep it simple, and um, you know, maybe not, maybe not try to get too crazy, especially especially when you're cooking for your family, and your friends in the backyard, um, and, and we can we can go right into it right now before we go back to the break. What a first biggest, um, oh, let's see, David, um, suggestion idea. Appellate for for the backyard person when they're just now getting started, with, concerning flavor, not not method. We'll get into that later, but concerning just flavor. And what I would recommend is let's just start with the basics,
2: some salt, some black pepper. That's the two biggest unami flavors, two biggest everything. If you can get those two to where they balance, now, and I, what I mean balance is when you bite into it, Take like a fried egg. When you bite into that, are you tasting egg or are you tasting salt? Well, maybe you got too much salt. Are you biting into it? You tasting just a lot of black pepper flavor? You got too much black pepper. Do that with a steak. Do that with other things. But if you're tasting the egg, and then all of a sudden, oh, oh, there's a little bit of saline saltiness to it. And then all of a sudden, as you're eating that egg. Man, there's some fresh ground cracked pepper in that. Oh, I like the way that comes through. That's what you got to do with your grill stuff. And the beautiful thing with that is if you're cooking it out on a grill, that other flavor that we haven't talked about is the actual charcoal and or smoke flavor if you're smoking. That's nothing but a flavor. And it's
0: how much of that you want to impart
2: and when you want to impart it on the bite.
0: That's right. Joe, we'll go to the break in about 10 seconds. I'm gonna, David, I want to tell everybody about the uh, big day we're having tomorrow at the uh, Al's Nest Barbecue Supply and Pro Shop. Uh, we've got the Smoking Barbecue Day. I've got um, uh, Smoke Me Silly's coming up. Smoking Sweet Meats is coming up, and Choo Choo Barbecue, our own Sean Cosby here locally, is uh, going to be here. David, you met Sean with me this summer over in, uh, at your school in Mulberry, Tennessee. Uh, we're going to be um, having demonstrations all day. At, the, um, at this uh, little event we're having tomorrow, it starts at 11 and it goes to 4. Uh, we have got the comedy of Big Ed Kaler at 1 o'clock. You know, we'll, be, we'll be set up in the garage. Eddie's going to do a little, um, a little uh, about a 40-minute uh, comedy set for us. And uh, it's just going to be a fun day. We'll have free barbecue. We did the, uh, David, we did the pork butts. Um, let's see, today is Friday. We did the pork butts on Wednesday and we did the uh, briskets today. And uh, we'll be warming them all up in the smokers tomorrow, and we'll be serving them absolutely free samples of barbecue. So bring yourself and bring your family out to um, the Owls Nest Barbecue Supply and Pro Shop in Ottawa tomorrow at 11 o'clock for a big fun day of barbecue all the way to 4 o'clock. You're listening to The Barbecue Show with Steve Ray, special guest David Bosca, and we'll be right back after this short break on Talk Radio 102.3 WGOW.
1: All right, Steve. Yeah, Joe. That you still not hearing anything?
0: No. Isn't that weird?
1: Well, I mean, what do you want? Do you you, would you rather use Skype?
0: No, this is this is okay, Joe. This is okay. We just had one caller so far.
1: Uh, We got uh, what Trish just called in, so okay, good. We'll um, go
0: to we'll go to the line. We'll go to the line with her. Okay,
1: uh, and I've got somebody else on hold. I haven't answered that yet. Okay, go ahead and answer it, and then um.
0: You can, hey Joe, hey Joe, you can just come on, you can just come back on the air and say, you, you, you're you up, Steve.
1: Okay. So bring me, uh, I'll bring it back in and then say, hey, you're, we got Steve ready to go?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Sounds good. All
1: right. Sounds good. Hang
0: on. You got that, David? Yes, sir. All right. The problem is, I can't hear the radio through the headphones. Um, Oh wow! Okay. When we do, when we go on the break, and it's just for the breaks. I don't need it. I don't need it any other time. Believe it. Believe it not. Believe it or not, that's not an uncommon problem when you're having to go through Skype and uh, everything like this. Usually, we just call the hotline straight in, but we're having to go through Skype because of this COVID mess. So, okay. ah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's uh, it's sounding good on yeah, the radio side. Everybody says. I can monitor it with my telephone a little bit, so we're good.
2: Is that what I'm hearing in the background? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay I'm just I'm just
0: listening for the commercials. Thank you everybody for watching on Facebook. You're watching the first Simulcast, W G O W Al'sness Barbecue Facebook page, Simulcast here live. We appreciate you watching, everybody tuning in. Trish, Al, Jeff, George, David Bosco with us, our special guest, all the way from Channel, Oklahoma.
2: The man for a face for radio.
0: <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Have you ever been on that um, Cooking with JT show, that um, – barbecue guy jt jeff taylor yeah yeah he's pretty good yes he is very good he's pretty good now i will be coming back in just a few minutes just a few seconds rather
1: Welcome back to the Barbecue Show with Steve, Ray, Trish, and Hooterville Bulldog. We're coming to you in just a few. 267-1023. Now, here's Steve Ray.
0: Thank you, Joe. Here with David Boska from Chandler, Oklahoma. David, we've got a couple callers online. Why don't we uh, go to the line and let them uh, talk to David Boska because that's why they're calling. Go ahead, Trish.
3: Hey, Steve, it's Trish Hines from Sassy Q Barbecue. How are you doing? I'm
0: doing good. How are you doing? You're on with Steve and David Bosca.
3: Hey, David. I haven't met you yet, but I hope that we will someday. I I simply just wanted to call and congratulate Steve on his new form. And I'm excited for you, my friend. And just don't go too Hollywood on
4: us, you
0: know? Well, I I appreciate that, Trish. I I, got to tell you, I was telling David to break. I'm more comfortable on radio than I am the Internet. So uh, I've got i yeah. I've got a good okay, producer, cool. Joe Joe Varner. Our producer is great. All the people at WGOW are old friends of mine, and um, they'll they'll do good. They'll do it'll be a good show. It'll be a lot of fun, a lot more, a little bit more dynamic than just a Facebook show. Uh, I think so. Well,
3: anyway, that's that's all I wanted. I just wanted to wish you
0: well. Thanks, Trish. Appreciate you very much. Two six seven one zero two three. I think we got Odaawaa Bulldog on the line. Go ahead, Bulldog.
4: Uh, yes, sir. Well, I'm up here in your neck of the woods, Mr. Ray. So, uh, I've visited your fine establishment, uh, a couple of times. So my question was, I, I I built my own smoker, uh, I don't know, about a year or two ago. And it was a reverse flow, of wood, you know, wood burning stove, uh, smoker. Mm-hmm. And I guess my question was, you know, as a hobby smoker, what would be your recommendations, you know, considering they have the electric you know, like Traegers and stuff like that for smoking, you know, briskets and ribs and stuff like that. What what would be your recommendation for just bigger hobby backyard guys, you know?
0: David this and is in the smoker in the smoker world. David, this is right up your alley. Yeah. Okay, let me let me get a little bit of clarification quickly for
2: you. Um Bulldog, did you say that you have one or you wanted to build
4: a reverse flow well no sir I, I built my own and uh, okay. it was a, I took a 50 gallon foot grade barrel and you know made a horizontal reverse flow smoker with a uh, you know uh, wood burning wood box for it and everything and I turned around and sold it uh, last year because boy well, it could it could smoke the snot out of some uh, brisket but ribs wasn't too good and I'm thinking about getting back into it just for something you know just to uh, on the weekends and whatnot just for something to do.
2: Kind of like the sour cream of food it's something you have to acquire because the smoke is so delicate okay it truly allows you to impart the smoke into the food where you want it and how you want it like i was speaking of but if you're liking a true wood fire type cook
0: steve what do you think about a pit barrel cooker well i love pit barrel cookers david as you well know um easy to use easy to I, use um uh you know relatively inexpensive uh you hang you hang the meat on a bulldog instead of um instead of uh you know placing it on a rack you can't place it on a rack but uh you hang ribs it is a uh if you like if you like ribs it is it is a rib machine but you know bulldog it's funny you ask that question about pellet smokers david my guest david bosca <laughs> two time world champion guess what he won both of his world championships on was a pellet smoker so don't don't oh, yeah. let him don't let him uh don't let him don't let him tell about the, the the kiss of smoke he knows how to use one and uh I've, I started using pellet smokers back in january, and uh I, I tell you i've got I've, I'm like everybody I've got an arsenal of stuff, but it's hard to get away from those pellet smokers because they are just um you know david, they're so easy to use and uh they make such good food.
2: Well what and
0: Bulldog let me explain
2: what I love about it, okay? And this will let you make your own choice, okay? But let me tell you what I okay. would call a sales pitch, a sales pitch for every single one or every single type of a, a grill out there that's that's powered by pellets, okay? First off, pellets are okay. becoming more and more easy to find. When I first got started, it was difficult finding good, great pellets. Now they're out there. Second thing is is we we say it's easy to cook with. It is easy to cook with, but you have to understand how to cook with it, if that makes sense. It's kinda like cast iron on a stove inside the house. You know anybody can throw some grease in and cook with it, but cooking with cast iron is still an art, okay? But the best thing about it is is with the mechanics of a motor driving the fuel and not you shoving wood in. With the mechanics of the of the pellets driving the fuel, all you have to do is concentrate on two things: the flavor that you put on the meat and getting it cooked right. That's it. Don't don't worry about the fluctuation of the temperature, the the wind blowing outside, um, fanning the lid's not going to be that big a deal because most of them recover within five to eight minutes. They're back to temp. You then you don't have to run run you don't have to think about i'm going to run in the house for 20 minutes i gotta come back out and look at it and it'd be 40 degrees different so just concentrate on how you want the meat to be flavored and getting it cooked right to like what temperature if you're doing a steak if you want to reverse sear a steak i'm only one i want it to get to 140 and i want to stop that's all you got to worry about don't worry about is my wood seasoned enough? Is it too moist of wood? Is it is it too dry of wood? Um, that kind of stuff. All you've got to do is dump your pellets in, pick the flavor of pellets you want, and take care of what you can control.
4: Okay. Well, I definitely a lot because I with my wood fired one. It was uh, if I'd smoked a brisket for you know twelve hours, I was getting up every other hour in the middle of the night just so we could have it for dinner the next morning. So. Yeah, that definitely
0: that, I appreciate the help,
2: folks. You bet, absolutely. And thanks for calling, buddy.
0: You know, David, yes, no I, You know, we sell the Green Mountain Grill at the at my shop, and um, the, uh, you know, the old the old phrase, set it and forget it. It does, uh, it does ring true in the Green Mountain Grills. You can uh, set the temperatures, and um, uh, you know, he brought up a good point. You know, he wanted to cook something overnight. And um, and you can you can do that with a pellet grill. I don't know I don't know about your you use one that's a little bit more more advanced than what I do, but I'm sure you can do the same thing. Set the temperature and a time, and um, you can you know if you were just doing something for the family or a um, uh, a, a small you know home event, um, uh, you know they're they're great. But, you know like you said you can you can change the flavors of the pellets. Um, you can do things like at your school, uh, combine flavors of pellets uh, to come up with your own unique uh, flavor.
2: That's absolutely right. I was just sitting here when you was talking about the Green Mountain Grills. I was sitting there counting. I've got six pellet grills, three pellet smokers, two charcoal cookers, and one drum smoker. And... I've probably got just roughly guessing a half a bag of charcoal and a few hundred pounds of pellets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Same here. So. And and you know the thing is it, when um, when you're using a, st- a stick burner, if you want to change a flavor profile in your wood, well you've got to find wood. You know people say, well you know do you ever you know and I've I've got a 48 uh, inch uh, Myron Mixon water cooker. I just I love to cook on that thing, David. I just I just love it. And um, I'll roll that out. Sometimes we have a big cook, and uh, people say, well, do you ever cook with pecan? And I say, well, I, I don't. Not on this one I don't because y- you can't find pecan. <laughs> you, you know, you don't call up the guy in, in Ringgold and say, hey, bring me a load of pecan because there's not any. Uh, you know, you can get hickory and oak. But, um, you know, when you, when you start wanting to do a little more exotic woods, it's just like you said – the, the, you're limited, but with the with the uh, with the with the pellet cooker, you can you can be cooking with uh, hickory one day, and you say I'm tired of cooking with hickory. You go to the back of the pellet cooker, you open the door, you put a bucket underneath, they all fly out of there, and then you fill you put the door back on, then you fill it up with um, pecan.
2: Maplewood. Yeah, pecan, maple wood,
0: pecan, cherry. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I cooked I cooked yep. three butts with cherry a couple months ago. I'd never used cherry wood in my life. And uh, the color that it turned the meat was uh, fantastic. I never, su- I've never seen a a reddish um, tint on a pork butt before. But it did turn it a, a reddish, you know, a, a real light maroon. It was a totally different color than what I'm used to seeing. And and the flavor was great. But it was just something like, huh, that's neat. But had I not had a pellet cooker, I would have never known to do that. So that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, so you know it's um, uh, you know don't make it hard on yourself. Um, I always tell people it's good to know fire management. You brought up the pit barrel cooker. Um, you do learn a little bit of fire management with that. It's it's uh, if you do if you follow um, the instructions, um, it, it'll work. It basically works by itself uh, with very little um, fire management skills. But you do have to have some. Another smoker that um, comes to mind, David. Is the Weber um, Smoky Mountain smoker? You can—that's uh, easy to use, uh, relatively inexpensive, and uh, you do learn some fire management skills with that. Um, you know, if you really want to learn fire management skills, go to go to uh, Lowe's or Home Depot and buy one of those ninety-nine dollar um, tin can offset smokers, right? And, and <laughs> you'll learn all kind of fire management skills with that, won't you?
2: Yeah, you'll be you'll be. Lighting a lot of fires in
0: it. Yeah, you won't be. Uh, you won't have to worry about getting up to check the fire because you'll never go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Be- because um, I mean, they're just so hard to use. But um, you know, I'm like, I'm like David. Make it easy on yourself, man. Um, don't, uh, don't, uh, you know, don't, don't fight it. Embrace it, and uh, whatever you find you get comfortable with, you know, by all means, uh, use that you're um david when you're developing your flavors for your rubs and we, we talked about you know the kind you started with you like that big pop and now you're kind of more into savory and you know we were talking about you know the one you know everybody's always asking what's the secret weapon and um in in barbecue and you know it's really it, it's about salt you know it you know if there's one thing that makes everything taste better it's salt and uh, what I like about your rubs that we carry is, you know, a lot of them are, of course, most rubs are salt based, and um, but you combine like the the one my like one of my favorites, Grilling Addiction, is of course my favorite, and that's the best selling rub we've got at the store. But one of my favorites is the uh, brisket and steak rub, and tell the, tell everyone what that that has a a very unique taste in it, and there's something. There's something really sweet that's in that rub. Tell us about that.
2: It's got some sugar in it, and it's also got a, a hint, a hint of lemon. Yeah. And that that little citrusy, and you don't, you can't pick it up unless you unless you knew it was there, but that little bit of citrusy, it, it 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 helps bring saliva to the mouth, and then that's what the salt picks up, and it brings everything, and that entices the flavors of, of everything going on. But, and that, that's some of the, 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 I'm not going to say trick, but that's what allows a great chef to bring flavors to a palate or to a table is that they start out with their courses. They, they start out light. They do this. Mm-hmm. They start waking up your taste buds as you go through this course and in very fine dining, they will they will walk you through and have you eat the way they want you to eat, and that is part of what they're doing is they're waking up your taste buds in an order that they want you to to taste all the way through to the dessert, the sweet of the end, and that is what great rubs should be able to do. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, it makes it makes perfect sense, David, and all all the um. All the uh, rubs that you, um, you carry, is, and um, let's talk a real bit be- before the break. I'll well, tell you what, let's hold it. Joe, let's go, we're going to go to a break in about 10 seconds. I'm going to hold the question about the pecan rub for after the break, David. I want to remind everybody that tomorrow at the Owls Barbecue Supply and Pro Shop is smoking Barbecue Day. starts at 11 o'clock. It'll go until 4. We've got three uh, demonstrations, two barbecue, a, a pork butt, and a brisket demonstration and Sean, our own Sean Cosby from here in Chattanooga, will be doing a steak uh, demonstration at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, Robert Vanderripe and Trey um, um, Trey Terry, <laughs> I almost forgot Trey's last name, will be doing the uh, pork butt and the brisket demonstrations at 1130 and at, at, um, and at 2 o'clock. And then Sean will be there at 3 o'clock. And all through the day we'll have free barbecue, uh, pulled pork. We've got briskets. We're going to have a brat bar and my, my main man, Jeff Maxwell, who is manning the chat room for us now, he's going to be our, uh, our brat hostess and, uh, with the mostest, and he'll be slinging out the brats. Uh, we'll have uh, plenty of um, beverages. And we've got, David, uh, when, I, when I got my last uh, shipment of Green Mountain Grills in, one of the guys brought He comes around the, uh, the store, and he's carrying a bottle of wine. Uh, and I said, where did you get that? And he said, this was on top of the shipment of grills you just got. So thank you, Green Mountain Grill. You couldn't have come at a better time. And uh, so we'll have, we'll have free wine until it runs out. And uh, my friend Carl Sodergren will be there. He'll be tending bar. And, of course, my buddy Perry Collins, uh, he will be there answering all your questions about the Green Mountain Grill. He is now a Green Mountain Grill pellet cooker uh, expert, and he'll be there answering all your questions about that. Fun day tomorrow scheduled. For the um, Smoking Barbecue Day at the Alzenes Barbecue Supply and Pro Shop in Old we'll be right back after this short break. You're listening to the Barbecue Show with Steve Ray and our special guest David Bosca here on Talk Radio 102.3 WGOW. Stay with us. There we go. We'll be back in just a little bit. Do you like these breaks, David?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I've done a few other ESPN shows. There's that one out of St. Louis I've done. I did a a different one out of the um, Colorado area. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, yeah, I I understood what you were saying the other day when you mentioned it. Yeah,
1: good. Steve. Yes, sir. Hey man, we good?
0: Yeah, it's going great. And all we gotta do is get that. um, We'll work on that this week. I may. I don't think it's on my end. Um, I don't see how it could be. Um, we haven't changed anything. Well, I mean,
1: uh, Dave, um, we switched out a computer here in the studio, uh-huh. and we uh-huh. and he didn't plug something back in uh, on another situation we had, so it could be on our end. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll get together and, and figure that out for next
0: week. Yeah, we'll do that Monday. It, it's it's no big. Deal. If this is the worst thing that happens on the first show, Joe, we're great. We're we're gold. <laughs> I was
1: gonna say, you know, we we can practice as much as we
0: want to, but when it comes yeah
1: airtime or showtime you
0: know anything can happen so no it never fails i did an entire show <laughs> with the uh uh the other night or the uh on the on facebook that they couldn't they couldn't hear my guests so oh, that's perfect <laughs> yeah it was it was a skype problem so what happens All right, you
4: just do, the, do the same thing
0: uh bring us back in please do that'd be great
1: okay uh it'd be just a few
0: david my buddy al salvage is in the chat room he says grilling addiction is great he loves it.
2: That'll be a good one we can talk about because I got different styles of salt
0: in that one. You know, I think, I think there's. I think. Hey, Steve? The, yeah.
1: Uh, sorry. Sorry about that. That's um, okay. When we get back, we're, we're not going to have uh, too much time before we have to take our last break, okay?
0: Okay. Very good.
1: Yeah, so we need to take around. Um, 10 till? 52,
0: 52 to the latest. Okay. Very good. I got it. Thanks. All right. I think, David, I think grilling addiction is in everybody's uh, everybody's cabinet in the war now. <laughs> I think everybody's got some grilling addiction. As soon as I tell them that it was on every protein you turned in in the 2018 uh, Jack Daniels Invitational that you just happened to win, that's a pretty good selling point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I get it. <laughs> let's see, well it's good enough for that, so I, it ought to be good enough for my uh one guy says he uses it on uh, popcorn.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah.
0: I tell you, you, know, I know you I know you're on the fence with your hickory salt, but uh that's still one of my favorites.
2: Well yeah, that. I'll shoot you an email about it tomorrow. Yeah.
0: I've still got a few of the uh, turkey kits left. I've been selling for the the turkeys that you put out a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You still got those?
3: No,
2: no, we don't. I'm discontinued. Them? I, I I couldn't get it, couldn't get anything together this year, but we're going to come up with a whole new with, new deal for next year. Yeah, that's my goal. I'm so snowed under with new items i'm working on it's it's absolutely crazy right now
0: well i tell you as a as a retailer i appreciate you guys all you guys when y'all are developing new stuff because people people come in all the time and they love it when they see something new and they just love it and um uh, you know that's so important <clears throat> Any podcasts in the can Is you're getting ready to release? No,
2: no. I've been kind of under the weather, you know, with the yeah. health. And, and I planned on getting back on it this week. I turned around Monday morning and stood up going back to, get me to the a barbecue cup of Coffee Show with Steve Ray,
1: 267 1023. If you have a question, Steve, take it away, brother.
0: Thank you, Joe. We're back on the barbecue show with Steve Ray, coming to you live on WGOW Talk Radio 102.3. And on the Owl's Nest Barbecue Facebook page, simulcasting every Friday night at seven o'clock here on WGOW and the Owl's Nest Barbecue Facebook page. With our special guest this is my friend. Uh, sell a few of your rubs, and um, and you said yes, sir, and you fixed me right up. So uh, <laughs> uh, you're the one to thank. I don't know if you're trying to give. I don't know if you're trying to give me credit for that or blame me. <laughs> it's both. Hey, real quick, we're, we're going to have to take <laughs> a, a short break. Uh, in just a little while, but well, we have time to talk about the. Uh, let's talk about two of your two of my favorites, uh, the pecan rub, and the uh, grilling addiction rub that is now in everybody's uh, uh, cupboard in Ottawa. Uh, let's start with the uh, the my one of my favorites is the pecan rub that's become my uh, trademark uh, trademark flavor on my barbecue and people love it. Well, cool. Yeah, I I had played with a
2: pecan rub for several years just here at the house I, I couldn't find a pecan flavor that i liked i didn't want something that to tasted like kool-aid or i didn't want something that tasted like yeah. root beer or fake and i i had half a dozen different pecan flavorings right beside my big old easy chair because i'd get something i'd try to eat, be eating and i'd put something on it and it set there and six months later I'd open it back up and I can remember the wife saying you know that flavor hasn't changed any you didn't like it then you're not going to like it now and, and it took forever to find something that I liked and well that's the pecan rub right there
0: and let's talk about the grilling addiction that's the uh, that's the uh, that's the Grand Slam home run uh, uh, long bomb uh, hat trick uh, of, of, of barbecue rubs I will say my favorite
2: two rubs. Well, now I've got a third one, and that's going to be our maple rub. But my favorite two rubs have always been the honey rub, and then when we introduced that grilling addiction, that that's right there. If it's not ahead of my honey rub, I don't know what else would be. But that grilling addiction is probably my go-to rub for. I mean, I don't care what I'm cooking, I can put it on there. And so I agree. That
0: talk about that talk about the in, we, talk about the ingredients that are in uh, the multi. Uh the one mineral that you've got uh, two or three uh, different types in it. Yeah, that's the difference.
2: It kind of goes with what we're talking about. It's a salt. Um, salt is a flavor. And we've got two kinds of salt in it, a very fine grind that I want to melt into the meat. Then we've got a flake salt that's in there. And that the purpose of that is to actually set on the surface. So when you're eating, let's just say a ribeye, after you get through grilling it, I, I want that saltiness right out front. But a flake salt, when you're eating it like that, will get salty, but then it goes away. But I want the sodium of the the stuff that's that that's a fine ground to melt in with. We've got lemon zest in it, not lemon flavoring, but lemon zest in it. All that black you see in it mm-hmm. is not just ground black pepper. That is some of that is a lemon zest. A, a, a lightly toasted lemon zest So that's what some of that is So that is to help Incensuate, well, that's a big word there is, Bring yeah. out Bring out the flavors of the other stuff So that's why we do what we do with it
0: And everybody, everybody Listening uh, to David Thinking this the guy sounds like the mad scientist Of flavor, he is He is And uh, we're going to take a real quick break And on the other side of this break We're going to talk about David's uh, quest to find the uh, greatest uh, flavor that he thinks is still out there. You're listening to The Barbecue Show with Steve Ray. Special guest David Boskin will be right back, so stay with us. We, I went a r- little bit long on that uh, second set, so uh, I'm still a little bit rusty. Oh, David. yeah, I get it. I'm still just a little bit rusty. Oh, <laughs>
2: hat trick, my friend, I'll hat trick. You'll put it. that hat on, you'll be just fine. Absolutely. It.
0: I'll get everybody. Thanks for listening. You have got a great audience, Jeff. Uh, Jeff Rice of um, Dead Broke Barbecue. Oh, listening I David Rice was listening. Yeah, yeah he's, he's our buddy, and uh, he's he's uh, talking up the grilling addiction as well. Uh, that right. Jeff. Uh, Jeff's. Um, you know, you were talking about your uh, your your short video career with all your GoPros and the time that none of them were. You did what three <laughs> hours of, of yeah. filming and none of them were on.
2: <laughs> yeah, that too.
0: <laughs> yeah. Jeff Jeff's got uh he's he's using four cameras now in his setups.
1: So uh
0: I'll selling two. yeah, his stuff his stuff's pretty good. I want to remind everybody you that think? we're Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, we'll have a around three minutes when we get back, okay?
0: Okay, you got it.
1: Uh, do you want me uh text you a one minute warning or just tell you one minute or what what do you want to do? Do you think you got it?
0: Um just say one. I'll hear you. Okay. You you heard that, didn't you, David? Yes, sir.
2: If he says one while I'm talking, I'll be quiet so you can do your extra.
0: Okay, good deal. We'll do a real quick little, is there still a flavor out there? Because I liked your uh, I liked your answer the last time we talked about that I think people enjoy hearing that
2: good lands I don't know, even know what I said
0: <laughs> I'm not going to tell you that that wouldn't be right <laughs> man man put you're you, going to put me on
2: the spot nah, on it I I'm love not,
0: it you'll you'll uh, you'll do just fine you'll do just fine <laughs> Jeff said everything sounds good David yes I appreciate it he's such a suck up he'll say anything you keep sending him <laughs> rubs David <laughs> Hell send him a grill. Everybody else does. <laughs> you guys got, You think you got a lot of grills? Yeah. Trying to get well. Reiser moved down to Tennessee. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He'd fit it it well down here. Is the um, Butcher Barbecue uh, restaurant still up and running?
2: yeah super busy did a little yeah. filming down there today with some media people good that's good
0: i think i think barbecue um weathered the covid storm pretty good yeah yeah
2: I can't disagree. I think everything's been good.
0: I love those gray gloves you got in too, by the way, those little cloth gloves. I've been selling the houndstooth out of those. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, people love that idea. They've never, you know, a lot of people have never seen that. And uh, they love that idea. Sliding those rubber gloves over them, they just love it. Simplicity. Jeff says he likes to chit chat during the commercial breaks.
2: Kind of you, oh, is this going live on
0: Facebook? Boy, yeah. I'm glad I've kept it clean. Oh yeah, yeah, we got to keep it. We got to keep it clean. I didn't have to. I didn't even say anything to you. There's a few people I'll have to uh, just ask them to tone it, tone it down a little bit.
1: <laughs> Welcome back to the barbecue show with Steve Ray.
0: Thank you, Joe. Welcome back. Our special guest is David Bosca. David, in your quest for the perfect flavor, is the perfect flavor still out there that has not been found yet?
2: Oh, I'm sure it is. You know, I kind of go through stages
0: myself, and I think it shows
2: in the different rubs that I come out with over time. Um, you know, I've went through sweet. I've went through salt. I've went through crazy flavors, wild flavors, um, unami flavors. There, There's heat, and I'm not a hot person. I don't, I don't like a lot of heat on my food. I like the flavor of the rub in with the food. But is there a perfect, ultimate flavor? Yeah, I'm sure there's something out there. But, man, off the top of my head, I don't know what it would be. I know I was doing some test cooking last night with a new injection I'm trying to perfect. And, well, it wasn't an epic fail, but it wasn't one that I would want to recommend at this very moment. Yeah. So
0: You'll keep tweaking uh, it. You'll get it. You'll get it done. You'll get it done.
2: Oh, yeah. It, 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 it's a great flavor. I've just... I just had it too concentrated. Let's just put it that way.
0: David, on social media, where can people find you at?
2: We are on, uh, we've got a Twitter account. We've got a Facebook account. We've got Instagram. And I don't do a lot on any of it except for Facebook, man. You'll go to the Butcher Barbecue Facebook page. You like that, share that. We appreciate it. We need everything we can do to
0: help to spread the love of barbecue. And, every, and David's too humbled even to, uh, to, uh, to uh, mention it, but he has got a great podcast, and all of his podcasts are available on Spotify. And you talk about a guy that has connections in the barbecue world. David bosca has got them, and he uses them. And he has had some of One the – One minute, uh, fellas. One minute. Thank you, Joe. He's had, he has had some of the uh, uh, best guests – on there, David, thank you for your time. I sure appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did, and I'll be talking to you next week. we got to phone in another order. Okie doke. Steve, I appreciate it. I'm honored to be your first
2: guest, and let me be the one of them to say I know you're going to have a very successful show here on the radio.
0: Thank you so much, David Bosco, Chandler, Oklahoma Butcher Barbecue. Everybody, thank you for listening. Everybody on Facebook, thank you for watching. This is Steve Ray. We've got to go follow me on Facebook, follow me on Instagram, and come by the store tomorrow. Free barbecue, free brisket at the Owl's Nest Barbecue Supply and Pro Shop from 11 until 4 tomorrow. Until next week, as we always say, good night and good luck.